0: We back. We back. <laughs> Welcome back. I've the theme songs playing out by now. I can't sing. I
1: can't get the notes. No, no. You h- you were getting that. I was kind of hitting it, you're right? You were hitting it, yeah. A fun I, I fact. I see the vision. Yeah, you
0: see the vision. Or you hear the vision if you're listening to this episode. Yeah. Whatever the case may be. Uh, this is Shane. And I'm Caleb. And this is Anything But Work. Uh, it's our podcast where you get to talk about anything but your job.
1: And we do mean anything. Literally anything. We go there. We go there. All the hard-hitting topics.
0: Yeah. And yeah. The, and the soft-hitting ones, too. Yeah, know. You know, we don't care. The degree of strength behind the topic is mm-hmm. no relevance to us. It's just getting to enjoy the talk. How are you doing today? I'm good. Yeah? I'm pretty good, man. Yeah. Um, if you're watching this and you see the background, even if you're not, and you hearing the acoustics of this room, I'm sure they're familiar to you at this point here. Fourteen episodes in. Mm-hmm. This is going to be the last episode of anything but work. Recorded in this apartment. Aye. Plot twist. Nah, we yeah, still no. going. <laughs> we still going. But yeah. uh And why is that? Oh, it's a whole story. It's mm-hmm. a whole story. Mm-hmm. By the time you're listening to this, Jasmine and I will be living in another apartment because. Uh, legal reasons i'll keep this (laughs) our current living arrangement does not measure up to the standards of a livable environment Mm. and as tenants of that environment
1: yeah we
0: refuse to live in unsuitable conditions Uh,
1: understandable very understandable yeah and
0: so I, I hope that is the case for everyone else. You know, if you're living wherever you're at, that uh, it's up to a, a livable standard. Right. Your health matters. It's pretty low bar, honestly. It's a super low bar, honestly, that should be met, I mean, legally, Yeah. but um, <laughs> some struggle. And I'll leave it at that. <laughs> but we're we, the next place is set up. Um, I think it's gonna be really exciting. We're gonna be able to do really, really cool things with the show and other projects mm-hmm. using the new space. Um, And yeah, I mean, we won't be working out of a closet anymore, right? Right. So
1: that's dope. Yeah. No. Yeah. This it'll be exciting. It's gonna be really exciting. How about you Indeed. though, man? How are you doing? Um, I'm doing well. I've just been. I mean, nothing crazy happening in my life nowadays. Like I said, I'm I'm excited for winter. Um, uh, I'm yeah. excited to be to be cooped up, um, uh, and inside. <laughs> <laughs> He's like lock me away. Yeah, no, <laughs> I know. Um. But I mean, since the last episode, just busy, you know, working, working hard. Yeah. But well, we're not here Backing to talk forward. about it, you know. Like yeah, no, no, yeah. That's that's exactly what uh we do not do because yeah. this is anything but work, anything, anything but, but work. Yeah, exactly. Speaking so what are we going to talk about today? Uh, well, I think we
0: really need to cover the big news events of the day that have happened between now and the last episode. It's been two weeks since we recorded that. What day is it today? today is september 24th yes yeah september 24th saturday yep on a saturday saturday evening film this last special episode in this space um and speaking of send-offs <laughs> r.i.p queen elizabeth yeah uh yeah r.i.p. p can be whatever you need it to be <laughs> the p can be whatever you need it to be because look i mean it's the royal family.
1: but you're saying she was pushing p
0: yeah, no. <laughs> she's pushing the pnr right there. That's all I'll say about that. She is no longer with this world. That, that is true. Yeah, you know, I won't tell anyone how to feel about that, and I'll keep how I feel to myself. Yeah. In case anyone in the royal family is listening, we don't have British fans though. I don't think British.
1: We might. You never know. You never know. If you're British, shout out to all my British homies. I don't have any British homies to be honest. Me neither you've but, been to britain though right oh yeah, yeah i actually really fuck with london that's that's one of my favorite cities wow i've been there a bunch um now I've, I've only had a great time out there i i find british people like hilarious they have a very dry sense of humor i see that yeah and yeah. um I my first time in london i just like i couldn't take anyone seriously because i felt like i was in hogwarts or something like no, no, seriously, like, being <laughs> being surrounded by, like, British people, because you hear, like, you might meet a British people, like, one-off, or a British person one-off, and or, like, you watch a TV or something, TV show, but, like, when you're surrounded by British people and everyone has a British accent, it almost felt, like, fake to me at first, mm. but, no, nah, it's always a great time out there. Interesting, interesting.
0: So, when you say it was like Hogwarts, was it just... The general energy of hearing the accents after watching the movies, or do they all have like stereotypical names based off their uh, nationality?
1: I mean, stereo more more so the the former. So like, got you. Yeah, like I, I, the only like environment in which I'm hearing like all British accents before I went to London was in TV shows and movies. Oh right? yeah. So it felt like I was in like a whole different world, um, which which is an interesting like like why is it that like. Whenever there's a medieval or, like, fantasy show, the default accent is a British accent. Because
0: it sounds fancy. But,
1: like, especially, if I understand medieval, like, right? Like, if you're trying to, like, right. reenact, like, older times. But especially for, like, a, the fantasy genre, like. Yeah, because
0: it's just like, well, why are they even speaking English?
1: Yeah. Or whatever
0: language you decided to call English for art. But why can't they have, family? like, a
1: southern accent? Or, like. A so v- a valley girl so, accent. So I want you to pitch me something, man.
0: <laughs> let's let's call it a Game of Thrones style fantasy show. Yeah, but everyone has a southern accent. Like, does th- it like, does it blow up in a cultural phenomenon in the same way? Just on that one, like the quality is generally the same.
1: The the caliber of the actors, everyone just has a southern draw. I mean, I don't know if I, I'll say this. if it was a, a Game of Thrones and everyone talked like a New York nigga, that like- yeah, would go hard. Yeah. <laughs> I, I I watch every. I have not watched every yeah. episode of Game of Thrones.
0: I'd be watching that. That's the only thing I would watch. Yeah, I the only thing I would watch.
1: You can't tell me. You can't tell me that won't go viral. Like winter is coming. Facts. Yeah. <laughs> like, yo, you a out here. There's brick out here.
0: Yeah, that's valid. That's valid. That's valid. <laughs>
1: Well, oh, no, yeah, you I need some more but you don't change
0: yeah. anything else. I mean,
1: no, no, same plot. Like you just like the, the script is like a little bit different, but like it's the same, like the same tone, the same tone. You know right. what I mean? They're just it's just a slightly different words here and there and slang. I mean, but, yeah. I think you raised a good point. I was like, why, why British? Yeah, I mean,
0: the easy the easy answer is like white supremacy, but I'm sure it's a much <laughs> more like. Nuance yeah. to that.
1: I mean, yes, but even like, okay, white supremacy, right? Yeah, because fantasy. Not so not to, to brush that, that aside, but like, why not? Like, why are no American accents ever in these TV shows? Like, like, I mean, there are fantasy worlds where
0: there's like American. Which one? Accents? Which one? I mean, famously, like, see, no, no. Oh, I no, was okay. gonna give an example. <laughs> no, I was about to give an example. <laughs> okay, give. Okay, famously, Avatar. And and there's something some way to that because every. I'm character about... and avatar is coded to be of color like from asia in some capacity right. right but most of the characters are voiced by americans with american accents there are exceptions okay and so much of the culture depicted in the show is based in east and southeast asian right.
1: cultures but all of the voices are american i mean for those for those and very reasons it. i feel like that kind of like disqualifies, like I'm talking about, like, a a live-action show.
0: Okay. Then there's got to be some fantasy that has American accents. There's like,
1: none that comes to my mind.
0: I mean, how many of you... You've got Game of Thrones, no. Lord of the Rings, I feel like there's some variety. I don't really know if there is, like, a standard... Those are British
1: accents in Lord of the Rings. Yeah, those
0: are British, accents, British
1: accents. Harry Potter, British accents. Mm. they just European accents running the gamut. Yeah.
0: I guess it really depends on what you count as fantasy.
1: I mean, maybe Star Wars, but that's more sci-fi. Star Wars has the biggest variety of accents. I would like fantasy and sci-fi a little different, though.
0: But, well, I I would argue Star Wars is more science fantasy than science fiction. Which is why I get really annoyed when people hate on The Last Jedi, because they're like, why is she breathing in space? And I'm like, most of the main characters are psychic. (laughs) Like, I I don't know why you're worried about... The ships explode. (laughs) oxygen needs to happen yeah like it's okay We're well, why they have lightsabers like there's not really your war you're focused too much on the science when this is more of a fantastical allegory right yeah so i feel like star wars counts as fantasy okay and there's a huge variety of accents in star wars i actually really appreciate the. yeah that's true the mix of cultures in that that's definitely true plus most of the british people are evil so yeah that's a good point that's a good point yeah Okay, so maybe Wars. so maybe Man, that's the I got the best example of that. That's a
1: that's a great example, but the, the um that's like saying like, you know, I'm not racist, I have a black friend. No, it's it's not. <laughs> there's actually no parallels to that. No, not at all. It's
0: not like that at all. Although granted, that is kind of like the general like tension in the royal family circling back. Mm. I mean, especially because I feel like a lot of people mm. become like Meghan Markle stands as like, you know, this symbol of, of blackness in the royal family. For me, I take issue with it only because like I just don't value the idea of a royal family. Yeah. At all. Like, I don't believe in divine right. So right. they just kinda look like rich people with extra steps in terms of legitimacy. And whether or not a black person and that very status, I feel like, is you know a larger conversation. But whether or not a black person is involved with him, this doesn't really have anything <laughs> well, to do with tries- me. <laughs> well, well, I'm, I'm not trying to. I'm, I wanted, I'm not going to speak on Meghan Markle's identity because I don't know it. Okay. But what what she has been vocal about is that she's thought of her identity as a black woman in a different way. Yeah. After marrying into the family, it's not something that she thought about. Yeah, you know, I feel like as critical a level, and this is by her own admission, right? Yeah, and this isn't like me saying there's any fault of hers or anything.
1: No, that's that is true. It's, it's just nice. interesting, like the
0: reading of blackness onto her by black people is obviously varied, but I just think it's sort of an interesting phenomenon, right? You know, it, it's kind of, and obviously it's different, but it kind of reminds me of how people go that you know Bill Clinton was the first black president, which. <laughs> Obviously, he's not, and he actually (laughs) locked a lot of black people up. That's, I would say, that's not a very cool thing to do. But he played the saxophone. Exactly. And he went on Arsenio. I think we just didn't have the words to say that he had drip. Yeah. (laughs) Like, Bill Clinton was our first president with Riz. Like, in a a modern context. I mean, JFK probably beat the punch, but, but, you know, he was just saucy. Short lived. But he wasn't black. Yeah. You know, (laughs) speaking of uh, famous figures and sexual misconduct.
1: Plus, black men don't cheat, so he can't be black. Well, yeah. Speaking of black men (laughs)
0: not cheating, uh, Caleb. Oh, yeah. You know, I wasn't ready for that transition. Yeah, that transition was kind of fire. (laughs) Everything lined up. Everything lined up perfectly. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, we got to talk about the Boston Celtics. Caleb, can we get a lay of the land with that situation?
1: So unfortunately. If you don't know by this, this by now, I'm, a, I'm a significantly, um, maybe I'm, I'm too much of a Celtics fan at this point, <laughs> very emotionally invested in this team. And uh, news came out this past week that the head coach of the team, um, Imei Udoka, who is married to Nia Long, um, is engaged in some sort of transgressive conduct. Um regarding his relationship regard, relations. Re- regarding relations with women's staff members of the Boston Celtics. Right. Um and up to this point, that's really like all of the details that have come out. We he's been suspended for a year. Yeah. Um But oh, free my guy, man. No, <laughs> no, no. Because I feel like I was gonna say like
0: Caleb's explanation is is vague, yeah. because there's so little, yeah, information that's been released, right? Uh, and as someone who's not, <laughs> as someone who's newly interested in the world of basketball, yeah, uh, I I don't know. It just seems like the organization really fumbled the bag, and all of the news released related to this. I feel yeah. like because there's this ambiguity. Cause i i feel like that what well, i've been told rather there's a history of like coaches or staff on in an organization being fired um and the reason being oh there's an internal thing and it's it gets left at that so speculation is going to happen but yeah it doesn't die deep i think because it's been introduced that there was some kind of consensual relationship with at least one person right and everything else is super hidden in secrecy it's so hard to imagine what could have gone down right and there's like enough of a string to pull that everyone's desperate to try and figure it out
1: right and and that's why there's so many things like left up to interpretation right now and honestly like the, all the speculation has done like pretty significant harm to like oh yeah um uh, probably like all the people involved but also the people that are not involved like um yesterday or two days ago like a bunch of like quote-unquote fans were like doxing all of, like the female staff members on the Boston Celtics and like calling them horrible names and um going after like their families and threatening them and like that's just just extremely poor behavior yeah lump those in with the uh stands we talked about last week
0: I think sports fans might be the worst fans of anything ever they're up there
1: for sure I don't I yeah, think they're they at the be, top though. they might be yeah they might be I the think top. they
0: might be like the king stands
1: yeah cause so I mean sports are just so like cultish, yeah you know, like it, people like really rally behind like their their team or like whatever like their coach, and like almost feel as if they can do no wrong, right, yeah, and like obviously, like i half jokingly said, like free my guy <laughs> <laughs> because i mean Ime doki he's a he's an amazing coach he led in his first year he led the team to the the n b a finals, um but the reality is like. I mean, I don't know all the facts, so I don't want to, like, immediately defend him because he potentially did some heinous shit. Right. And, like, I don't want to, like, speak out in defense of him when, and then more facts come out and then I want to have the backtrack in the future.
0: Right. Like, the episode drops and that's against a disclaimer at the very yeah. No, we've already had to do that yeah, before. No. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's, I it wouldn't be the first time <laughs> where, you know, new information or new content is introduced. Exactly. You know? But, and I feel like that's actually really important, though, to have that kind of, like, discretion to say that, nah, like, I was introduced to new information, I was wrong, and we're yeah. going to keep pushing, because, you know, yeah. I'm human. Right. I mean, that's essentially what happened in this situation with Matt Barnes. Yeah. Well, could you could you say again the comparison you made between Matt Barnes making a statement and then, like, walking <laughs> it back regarding the email situation? Alright,
1: so Matt Barnes is a longtime NBA player. He's now like um a media member. He was a long time part of ESPN. I don't know if he still is, but I know he has his own podcast with um, um Stephen Jackson, another former NBA player. It's called All the Smoke. And like, that's a great name yeah no and they're like damn they're like mostly it's a great they name. mostly like interview other nba players and they like dive deep into like what would, all the shit that was happening like behind the scenes all right it's actually a great podcast highly recommend it yeah it's not anything but work but i mean if you like us you probably like yeah. yeah so so the reason why I, <laughs> so matt barnes is um not known to be like the uh the most civil man in the world right like In the past, um, there was a situation where like another NBA player or a coach was like allegedly sleeping with his wife, and like he drove a long way to go beat him up, and he's like done a bunch of different stuff, right? Matt Barnes, very interesting character. I don't want to go into his background, but look him up. Anyway, (laughs) anyway, he spoke out in defense of Ime Udoka, like, hey, if it was a consensual relationship amongst like a person, like um, amongst whoever. Like, what is, um, the point of it of this information being public? Like, obviously, he's married, and like, you shouldn't cheat, but you know, at a certain, to a certain degree, that like that's should be kind of like an internal affair, and I like agree with that. Uh, don't like put all your shit out in public, right? Huh. Um, then yesterday he walked back, um, that statement on Instagram Live. on Instagram Live. He said, "Hey guys, you know what?" I found out more details on the situation, and this is actually something that I can't defend. So, I take back what I said. And someone said, Matt Barnes apologizing for defending someone is like a crackhead telling you about a bad alley. Stay away (laughs) from that alley. (laughs) It's like, this is not good. Yeah, (laughs) This is really not good. (laughs) So, something really bad probably happened. Yeah, we just
0: don't know what it was. And everyone wants to know. And right. that tension is going to lead to more messiness, I'm sure, as the situation goes on.
1: Yeah, you just got to feel bad for all people involved, you know? Yeah, which is you what know? Matt
0: Barnes said, you know? Pray for all parties Prayers involved. Prayers for pray. all
1: involved. Yeah. Nia Long, I'm sure she's going through it. Yeah,
0: I feel like Nia Long might be the biggest, well, like, given we don't know the scale of things. Right. She's definitely one of the, the bigger victims here. I mean, she's literally done nothing wrong. Like, this is just a lot. That we know of. That we know of. I will say one consequence of all this going down is a lot of people showing their love for Nia Long, who yeah. is great. Uh, but did you see the congressman like, poster? <laughs> yeah, I saw that. <laughs> <laughs> so a congressman, a sitting congressman. <laughs> That's plug in the name real quick. <laughs> His name is Jamal Bowman. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, he posted Nia Long and just went on about how wonderful she is, and (laughs) you're so loved, posted a picture up, and of course, like, his first reply after everyone else is like, in the comments is, you know, someone can be showing the support for someone and not shooting their shot, because all the comments are like, screenshots, like, this you was like him with his wife, and it's like, it's a whole thing. And I'm just, I'm sure it was coming from like a good place, but I also was like, I don't know. Like, I feel like if I am a beloved icon of the black community and I'm chilling, Mm. and then my partner very publicly is involved in some kind of infidelity case involving me, and we have a child together, right? I think the last thing I would want is to then start trending. Even if it is tributes to, like, my career. Right. Because fundamentally, the issue is, is that Nia Long was minding her business. Whatever May did, the consensus is definitely that he fucked up on some level. Yeah. And now, why my name in it? Yeah. You know? Yeah. That
1: sucks for her. That, that sucks really sucks. Her. Yeah. I would want to trade for that. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't really have much to add there. Like, I just don't... That because now that like also like the secondary narrative is like, oh my god, it's Nia Long. How could you cheat on Nia Long? We have That's to like we <laughs> have to stop that. That's like it was like oh my god, it's Beyonce. How could how could you cheat on Beyonce? Beyonce?
0: Yeah. Like how could you cheat on Chloe? Card- like guys, anyone can get cheated on. <laughs> like. And- <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, this is not not incredible. saying, not yeah, saying yeah. that's a good thing. Right, right. It's just cheating happens for any number of reasons. Yeah, and with eight billion people on the planet, if someone decides that they're going to cheat for whatever reason, they could value something in someone else that they clearly don't value or respect in their partner. If yeah. they're willing to cheat about it, it's yeah. it's fucked up. But we gotta stop being like, oh, like. No one could cheat on Beyonce. You want to cheat on Beyonce because you're a smart. <laughs> Jay-Z could, and he did. <laughs> and we shouldn't forget that. Um, I mean, I, I guess what well, I want to say, I'm glad they worked it out. I'm glad they worked it out. Yeah, the of course, of Glad they worked it out. Yeah, I'm yeah. happy for anyone who's happy. Yeah. Um, And, you know, I, I'm not going to be like, oh, he's a piece of shit forever because he cheated. No. But anyone can get cheated on. Yeah. 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 It's like you're human too. It ain't safe. It ain't safe. It ain't safe. It ain't safe. <laughs> Nobody. If you were the cheater, they finna cheat. <laughs> they finna cheat. Okay. Let, I'm going to ask you a question now. Okay. Who would you be the most surprised to find out was cheating on their spouse? Any person like living
1: now? Would you be the most I like, heard about? Um. Honestly, pro- probably Steph Curry. I feel like Steph Curry is just like such a media darling. Him, his relationship with Aisha, there's like no blemishes. You know, like they're such like a like a couple of God. You know, like they're <laughs> they're, they're always like you know what I mean. They're just always they're, like they're wholesome Christianity. They're and very they're like, corny, but like that's not a bad their, thing. to showing be Showing their, their kids you're in and then and like Aisha is like she's like. She's like kind of like um demeaning towards other women sometimes <laughs> where she <laughs> no I but, hear you coming from yeah. where no she's like cuz cuz there was a time where she was like oh like I have been able to like accomplish x y and z without like posting my body all over social media like <sighs> other people shouldn't have to feel like they need to do that like that's that's like no, we don't like so that. That's narrative. a pick me energy. I don't like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's weird. Long story short, like they just seem like they're such like a perfect couple, or like they're like obsessed with each other, or at least that's the way they portray it. So if Steph Curry was out here, like cheating, cheating, I, I would, I would be kind of shocked by that. All
0: right, that's a good answer. What about you? I feel like
1: for completely different
0: reasons, John Legend, John. <laughs> oh man (laughs) didn't he already cheat on her no no my god no yeah unless i don't know something no so he's with chrissy teigen yeah and i think online for those especially who are terminally online which i think includes chrissy teigen um (laughs) a lot of people just don't like her yeah like you know people actually get very annoying energy out of chrissy teigen um I'm sure she might be a nice enough person, but, I mean, she did also call, um, uh, what's her name, the young black girl, she was in uh, Beast of the Southern Wild, won an Oscar for it. I know what you're talking about, I don't remember her name, though. Well, Chrissy Teigen tweeted that she seemed like a see you next Tuesday, and I was like, that's crazy. (laughs) (laughs) That is a child. (laughs) What you don't gotta tweet everything you think that's wild. So you know shit like that. Yeah. You know, obviously this points of controversy. So all that to say, I feel like the public idea, not unlike the Jada and Will, we call it on all the time, probably unfairly,
1: but you know, like no, I, honestly, that might be a fair claim. That might be a fair. Yeah. But there's
0: a reason I didn't say them. Okay. Maybe because they already have that energy in their relationship. Uh. But I feel like with Chrissy and John, it's so assumed that john is like annoyed by her or as annoyed by her as everyone else and i feel like it would be nice to see that like they're good actually like it works for them Hmm. like i I, i'm not so much a hater that i want people who are together to hate each other but
1: that's the least surprising couple for you it would be the least
0: surprising i maybe maybe it would be the most hurtful to me because i'm like dang like actually it was toxic (laughs) Like I don't want the haters to be right in that respect. Like okay. that that would suck. Okay. But that would be pretty surprising for me. I feel like for me it's kinda hard to be surprised by finding out that celebrities cheat because I feel like I, I have the probably not too uncommon view that like a ton of celebrities are have some form of non monogamy in
1: their relationships. Yeah. Which might not be a fair I feel assumption. Like, I think, no, I feel like they do and they just sign NDAs with like everyone that right. they end up being. Cause it's like if it's if it's
0: that open a secret and it's not a secret then it's a bad look for your brand or like obviously your family but he may should have got that NDA my guy well that's the thing maybe he did and that's the issue oh well yeah which might be why names aren't getting out yeah, oh. NDA's could already be involved that's just the thing mm. well that's the thing uh, black men don't cheat still to this day any. Uh, any African descended man <laughs> who is uh, unloyal,
1: you know, obviously exceptions, not the rule. But well, you know who is is uh, apparently always present in the household, and uh, and uh, you know is a, a family man himself as uh, Nick Cannon. Speaking of family, you know- <laughs> Yeah. Who just uh welcomed his ninth child to the world. Remember when he had two? With I think like maybe his he had fourth. two kids? I think maybe his fourth. Um the fourth, mother?
0: a fourth mother.
1: Yeah. I don't know what kind of setup he's got.
0: <laughs> I don't know. Like I just I'm trying what do you mean, to be what kind of setup? <laughs> because I saw a clip from an interview recently. Someone someone was talking to I think the most recent mom. Okay, and she was saying something to the effect of, "You know what, Nick and I have going on. Like, it works for us. Yeah, it's what I want. And I mean, that's the thing. Everyone involved is down for this, right? So while I think, I guess it doesn't matter what I think, right? <laughs> what do you think? Though? I think I would not do that. I think <laughs> no. I would not do that. I think I would not do that. I don't. You would not do what? I do not care how rich I am. Okay. Not to say it's all about the finances. I personally do not see the value in sowing my seed, as the term goes. You know? I think something about the idea feels just a wee bit
1: toxic to me. I mean, how is it even possible to be a good parent when you have that many kids by that many different I, I I
0: just don't think it, it's really functional. Unless everyone is in community together, and I don't see a lot of formations of that that isn't also a cult so i don't really think it's very feasible i could be i'm i'm sure there are some family units that resemble this and somehow it functions right because you can be a, a solid co-parenting relationship and your parents don't love each other they just have to co-parent you right they have to love you so i just think that's difficult to maintain when it's it's a lot of kids it's a lot of kids it's a lot of relationships What's what's your cap of how many children I want? Yeah, at the most three, but I would be more than happy with two. And honestly, like if there's more than one, they're probably gonna fight each other. So <laughs> might be one. Yeah, but kids fighting. I'd be is happy like, with normal. any. Complex, honestly,
1: but... I think kids fighting is like very essential to their development. You would.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, I I actually agree with you.
1: I think. You got to learn conflict resolution at a young age. You do. It's really important. Yeah. Have you ever been around an, an only child?
0: My mother. She's great. But yeah, definitely.
1: Uh, okay. She wanted siblings though. I
0: mean, that's the thing. Only children talk about being lonely all the time. They talk about being lonely and they don't know how to share. <laughs> I can't speak for my mom, but definitely like only child friends I've had. I don't know. I don't think I really have a lot of friends who don't have siblings, though. Exactly. I think every friend I have. Wow. Wow. That's something, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. Most people I know who have siblings are, are pretty solid with sharing. I will say that <laughs> though that like my brother and I grew up like fighting over dumb shit all the time. Right. We're two years apart, so it's like pretty close with the friction, and I don't know. I don't know if that made me better at conflict resolution.
1: I don't know. Maybe, yeah, I think sometimes you just need a a sibling to give you, like, a little pow-pow. You know what I mean? True. A little pow-pow. You get smacked up a little bit. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Just to be like, yeah, that's right.
0: Gotta taste the Or I guess, like, maybe if you don't
1: need, like, a sibling for it, but, like, go to school. This is why, like, I don't, I, like, strongly don't believe in homeschooling. Really? Yeah. Oh, this could be an interesting conversation. I Uh, think. think I thought about it. Seriously. I, no, I think you're putting your, your child at like a significant disadvantage by not having them surrounded by other people, their, people age. their age.
0: I I actually agree with that. I think it's feasible to do that in some kind of homeschooling program. But I think really my thing is just the tension between wanting the world to be better, wanting public education to be at a standard where... It's good for everyone involved, Mm -hmm. but also, you know, the selfish desire to want the best for my kid in the world as it is. Yeah. So I feel like for me, I thought, you know, with homeschooling, they can pace themselves and even there's homeschooling like networks. So it's like people in wherever you're at who are the curriculums the same. You guys do field trips together. There is extracurricular participation, all of that, but it is a big investment to make. Yeah, not just financially, but in other ways.
1: I mean, I see where you're coming from, and I'm sure you know a lot more intimately than most people. But like, obviously, like the education system in the United States is just fucked up. Speaking and, from direct experience, I'll say. And like, this is also probably a fucked up, or like at least like an elitist thing to say. But like, my kids are kid my kids school. are not going to public school. Well,
0: like, I I mean that's I mean that's it. Yeah,
1: yeah. I hear you. It's not, and I'm.
0: My kids more likely than not are not going to public school.
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah, but I but okay, outside of like the public school private school debate because that's like a whole different conversation in itself. Right. I think there's like so much like knowledge sharing and like learning how to like interact with other people, um, and like I said, like conflict resolution, just like creating like different relationships. That is, I think, is like extremely um significant to like your development as like a human being in society um that i think is um really severed by going by being homeschooled and like sitting at a desk by yourself all day yeah and i think and honestly that's why and like i said you probably know this a lot more than other people but like i feel really bad for like young children or like even like high schoolers over the last two or three years that are like in school Doing during so much the pandemic like that seems miserable to me. And I think it's going, I think in a few years down the line, we're gonna really see how that's like really affected children or child development. I'll say without breaking the
0: rules of the show too much that we're seeing those
1: consequences
0: now. Yeah.
1: Um, In my
0: experience, those consequences are playing out very rapidly and they're going to have domino effects on development. I mean, teachers all over the country are, are just, not to quit it, right like it's just not happening so it's really difficult now it's going to get more difficult in the future i hope that it does get better but as it stands we live in a world we're becoming increasingly alienated from one another yeah like in school and otherwise and you know it's when you have fear of the unknown as the dominant force in society and because the way things work, we're getting more and more isolated from knowing each other. Yeah. Like it's it's gonna get worse before it gets better. So when it comes to education, I completely with you that that social connection is really important. Which right. is probably the main reason I would send my kid to school in some capacity. What I'm curious about is would you send your kid to school in the way we did, we, we did school rather a boarding school yeah so if you didn't know caleb and i both went to deerfield academy um that's when we met Mm -hmm. 10 years ago this year and yeah i mean we were you weren't as far from home because you were also in massachusetts but right i came from texas so i basically left home at 14 and never came back yeah so most of my social development all of my development as a young adult and an adult happened away from home and all of the development you're talking about amongst peers
1: yeah there yeah would you want your kid to have that same experience um I you know obviously I've thought about this a ton like over the last few years not that I'm like planning on having a kid anytime soon Mm -hmm. um but like me going to Deerfield was like almost a necessity Mm. um the reality is like the educational options around like where I grew up were just like, frankly, like just poor um, or like the private schools in the area um, were not like, did not have the same endowment that Deerfield Academy had. And so they couldn't offer the same amount of financial aid. Um, so my family just simply couldn't afford it. Um, and education is extremely, extremely extremely important in my household like always was and so my mom was like you are going to this school like it wasn't really an option for me mm. um and like the reason why i like frame this conversation like that is because i like ideally like when i'm at the point where i have kids or like i have a kid that's going into high school i hope to be like in a position where i can live in um a school zone that offers like a greater education or maybe by that point there is like some sort of reform where like so that your school don't zone doesn't matter as much. Right. Um. But you know, like if that isn't the case, like um. I also would like to be like in an area where, you know, like the the private schools are also amazing in the area, and like I can actually afford those schools for my child. Yeah. Um. So like I'm not. I'm one hundred percent not opposed to. Um. Sending my kid to boarding school, but I also see like how it has like affected my family, right? Like I'm not oh, yeah. as I'm not as close to my family as like most people that like grew up at home are, um. And like obviously, I want to be the same person that I am today. So I, I I don't know. I go back and forth on it a ton. What back about you? That. I mean, it's basically no, at this point. Why? Well,
0: Jasmine, and I talk about this all the time.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, as a hypothetical, especially after the reunion. Mm-hmm. um and the difference in opportunities dynamics all those things in a private school that has a ton of money yeah versus otherwise is
1: insane yeah like can't even put it into words you, you
0: can't put it into words like the idea of all of our classrooms are done socratic seminar style and we're sitting around a table and basically teaching each other like the people just like the people that you're around and the people you're around like we went to school people who were Legit geniuses, yeah, or you know, had enough money to get into a school with legit geniuses, and then maybe some of it rubbed off, some of it didn't. But we're not here to talk shit. Um, but it was it was a really unique environment. I think in a similar way, I felt like it was important for me to be there. I feel like uniquely, it wasn't something my mom pushed for at all. Mm-hmm. Boarding school sort of found me through a summer program, and I was like, hey, like I really want to go. For me, it was escapism i kind of wanted to i yeah. could have gone to a school where i would have got a great education in houston but i wanted to leave yeah and definitely doing that had consequences for family relationships my mom moved to shanghai in 2019 right before the pandemic and she can't leave as of yet so i haven't seen her in almost four years yeah which is nuts Why? Wow. yeah yeah like We still, and you know, that's just it. Like, when you're out out of, like, high school and college, then it's like, this is the relationship building. Um, But I do think about pretty often talking to Jasmine, like, for our kid, I would want to be close with them.
1: Yeah, I agree.
0: Yeah, like, I want to have a good relationship with them. I don't want to feel like it's a struggle, especially so early, to really connect with them. Yeah. So I feel like that has me leaning towards just... Having to be at the best school they can be, but close to home. Right. And I don't know where home's gonna be yet. So obviously, all things are, are pitting to change. I mean, there are day students, but I mean, you also had to live out there. So I don't think that's on the table. How also a day students get treated like second class citizens? Yeah, it really was bad. I felt so <laughs> bad for them. I <laughs> felt so bad for them. I was like, you got know a locker? I have a room, bro. Like, I have a bed. What you got in your locker? I got a TV. (laughs) (laughs) You know? So I was like, look at my shower shoes. I think we're on the same boat then, honestly. Yeah, I'd say we're on the same page. Yeah. Ultimately, it would just be I feel like we both want the best for our kid. Right. And I, you know, who doesn't, right? Also, these kids don't exist. So I don't feel. (laughs) There's no pressing weight behind this conversation <clears throat> at all, but you know, it's complicated, especially when it comes to the demographics of, of schools. I feel like that social conditioning and growth is so, so important, but also I never want to send my, put my kid in a position where they'd be traumatized. Yeah. And obviously our kids would be traumatized at Deerfield Academy. Yeah. that That's not even a question. <laughs> it's not a question like it's gonna happen. Uh And I would like to minimize that possibility or at least equip them to cope with, you know, systems of oppression and racism and not just like with the negative stuff. But I also just want my kids to be in community with black people, and other people of color. Hmm. And that can be hard if you go to private school or your life with people who don't look like you. I don't want my kid to feel like a token. That's a great point yeah and that can be easier said than done when private schools are getting more and more expensive and incredibly inaccessible to people of color yeah even though you know scholarships and other opportunities are a thing um i do believe private schools especially private colleges do try and recruit black kids from private schools so that way you know they get their numbers of people of color up but also the ease of which you know they're these, integrated into yeah the integrated school into the school yeah is is increased yeah yeah that's one hundred percent if fact. it's one hundred percent true so I I don't know I, I don't know if I, I want my kids to be both bad and bougie but <laughs> I I think you know Anthony Anderson's character went through this in Blackish and in that respect yeah I think Kenya Barris is on to something and a few others Black AF. Yeah. Jeez, that show sucked. <laughs> show sucked. That show sucked, guys. Can, I'm glad. I'm glad
1: we can say because it it's been like two years and there's not a season two. They, I I enjoyed the show. Full disclaimer. Jeez. I know most people say it sucked. I enjoyed it. I thought it was kind of funny. I just think Netflix. Shout out is, Rashida Jones. Rashida I'm Jones like,
0: is hilarious, but she sucked in this show. You know? <laughs> let's be honest. Let's be honest. Let's let let's be let's be all the way real. Yeah. Rashida Jones is incredibly funny. Okay. She was great in Parks and Recreation. I always forget that she was in the office, but yeah.
1: whatever. And she, Which is a little weird, too, because she's black, but she played an Italian woman in the office. She did, of like, huh? But, but anyway, that's a different topic. Yeah, she was also
0: fetishized pretty pretty often as a running joke in Parks and Recreation. That whole show feels weird, especially all the Joe Biden cameos now. But... <laughs> Rashida Jones is not funny in this show consistently. She probably was the most fun character. But the problem is, is that they wrote Kenya Barris a blank check and told him that he had no limitations. And Kenya Barris is an expert at getting network television made, which has hard limits. It's either 22 minutes or 44 minutes. That's the episode. Bang. An hour-long comedy series? Was each episode an hour-long? Some of them were reaching like almost 45 minutes. I just felt like they they needed a really strong edit to pull that show together. And the editing was way too lax for me. But obviously, if you you like whatever you like, I'm not going to hate on what you enjoy unless it's like... That's your biggest critique of the show? My biggest critique of the show is that it's long-winded. A lot of great jokes or ideas are killed because they couldn't resist just putting everything in the okay. episode. That's my biggest issue. There are parts that I liked. I just think it's it's indulgent. Also he plays himself, so like yeah. indulgence is like the kindest way to say it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's it that's interesting because I feel like your biggest critique of the show is almost like um very intentional, at least from my my interpretation. Like it seemed as if like a a lot of the humor is kind of like supposed to be like a little like drawn out and uncomfortable, because that's I, cringe humor.
0: But I yeah. you still have to timing is still important in that. The fair, that's fair. Like The Office is really good at cringe humor, but also it works because you're like, oh god, there's five minutes left of this.
1: You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah.
0: Like you you can't a joke jokes you have to time them right.
1: Yeah, of course. Yeah, of course. I mean, i Yeah, I don't know,
0: but you know, no no disrespect if you enjoyed. The no, show. I feel
1: no disrespect at all. I'm, I'm glad, not saying it's like, like the most amazing show in the world. Yeah, just that you liked I mean, it. That it's just that I I personally found it entertaining. When it definitely the majority of people did not. Right, and you also watched it in 2020. So disclaimer: this was we thought the world
0: was ending, and yeah. this was the only form of social connection we had is Netflix party and whatever was coming out on Netflix. Yeah, <laughs> we all thought Tiger King was good. I never watched Tiger King. Good for you, dude. Everybody was watching that damn show. Uh, Everyone
1: watched Tiger King. Just like everyone watched Squid Game except for you.
0: Yeah. Oh, I guess that's fair. I guess we both have a cultural blind spot on Netflix. At least we both watched Arcane, which was the real Netflix phenomenon. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's the one. Great show. Great show, man. Definitely a great show. I love it. That's my Star Wars, man. (laughs) Like how people felt when they watched Star Wars in 77, that was arcade for me. I was like, they really? hit it out of the park.
1: Yeah. They hit it out of the park. Best favorite show ever? No way.
0: Nah, no way. But I don't know. I think I actually it would actually be really hard for me to say my favorite show. I feel like any yeah, show that so. I would say is a contender, people are going to be like, oh my god, like that's so lame. Like if <laughs> Like you like have what? comments what on the that? podcast people are like are you serious? Like I hate. But that now show. you got to
1: throw up a couple names out there. You can't just I say
0: that. really like Stephen Universe. I'm aware of all the flaws. I watched it as it came out. Yes, I went through all the hiatuses. I've seen every episode of the show multiple times. Uh-huh. I know the problems. <laughs> I even know about the whole if if you know you know about Concrete. Yes, that was fucked up. If you know you know. But I'll still say I deeply enjoy the show. I think my problem is I probably relate too much to Steven because he's a very empathetic pushover mm. with, you know, a pretty messed up life, but he's doing his best. Yeah. And I appreciate that about him and the show that it talks about some some real shit. Also, the music is incredible. I love the art design of that show. I don't care about inconsistent designs and cartoons. It's a cartoon. Somebody's drawing it. It doesn't mm-hmm. have to be perfect. Yeah. So Steven Universe kind of slaps. That might be one of my favorite shows. Okay. Despite the flaws.
1: What about you, though? Give so us Steven
0: Universe and Arcane? I just feel like I need to throw something live action in there. <laughs> you don't have to i mean it,
1: I, not- I mean i
0: don't i don't need the validation i just want you know other people to take me seriously too
1: okay it's a problem so what's your favorite live action show or at least a contender for it sheesh uh, i just feel like every answer i can think of sounds basic but i just don't care oh my uh, my answer is about to be basic as fuck the office yeah you're
0: kidding! It's I was joking.
1: Tender. I'm actually dead serious. Oh, that's
0: so whack. I've seen
1: every episode of that oh, show that's so basic. multiple times. That show helped get me through college, honestly. Uh, honestly. Who, who didn't it help me yeah. through college? <laughs> like,
0: Oh, that's a basic answer. I like, I like. If if The Office is Mario, I like Luigi. I was a big Parks and Rec fan. Okay, that was my show. It almost had me believe in the power of local government for a minute there. It almost had me in the first half. But yeah, I I don't know how much it holds up going back now.
1: Yeah, I've only seen a couple episodes, but it's it's funny. It's funny. I mean, The Office obviously it's
0: it's classic for a reason. It's just too beloved. It's like saying that like all my favorite show is Friends. Like that show is so good. You say your favorite show is Friends, you don't have real ones. Mm, That's a bar. I'm gonna let that sink in. That's a bar. (laughs) As a boy. Like, Oh, you'd rather hang out with Joey and Chandler. Well, guess what? <laughs> That's your only option, baby. <laughs> you better turn on Peacock. <laughs> Whatever that show's on now. You watching any show these days? Any new new shows? Any out? new shows recently? Uh, you know what's a good cartoon? Someone on cartoon wave? Harley Quinn? Mm. On, oh, that show's great. That show's great. it's on netflix it's on hbo max okay um and i'm not a big hbo max fan right now because everything going on with discovery and all that new management bullshit Hmm. but i mean harley quinn is a carryover from the old regime and it's excellent really funny really raunchy you would (laughs) think it's trash but like no it's great i actually love that show yeah um so i just finished the most recent season uh gosh what else have i been watching man i was watching a movie last night what movie you ever see orphan mm, no is that a is that a horror movie? yeah it's a horror movie so it sounds it, like it yeah it came out in 2009 and it's um this family adopts a little girl named esther of course yeah girl. yeah a little yeah of course creepy creepy kids yeah and uh, things are not what they see. Do you want me to spoil a thirteen-year-old movie? I'm not gonna watch this movie. All right, cool. So <laughs> she basically has the same thing that Hasbula has got going on. Oh, what? Where she's like actually 33, but <laughs> she looks like a child. <laughs> and yeah, it's crazy. Has-Boula? Yeah. Tr- oh my god. She tries to come on to like the dad and stuff, and oh. Is, like, too much, and then she kills people. It's a whole thing. Well, basically, they released a they released a prequel this year, what? Thirteen years later, called Orphan First Kill. Yeah. So Jasmine and I tried to watch it last night. I got a Paramount Plus free trial yeah. just to watch it, and I'm like, wow, this is awful. <laughs> this is generally one of the worst movies I've seen this year, and it's pretty bad. It's pretty Damn. bad. So I, we tried watching that. It didn't go well.
1: But yeah, that's me. You? Well, um, a few, uh, actually two shows. One just, well, the season two just ended. It's also on HBO. It's called Industry. Oh, I've heard good things oh that show is great you should you should you and Jasmine should watch it together I think you guys would like it all right bet um that's next up so I, I won't say like I won't give like super specific details but it's about a girl from New York who goes to work at an, an investment bank in London Ooh. um and it's yeah it's 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 wild Ooh. um and then also House of the Dragons Game of Thrones sequel oh yeah prequel Prequel, prequel. Yeah,
0: but I guess it came out after. Whatever, who cares? Um, Game of Thrones.
1: Which I'm really enjoying, too. Um, everyone's like, yeah, it's good, but it's not Game of Thrones. And, like, honestly, very, very few shows measure up to that standard. I so. mean,
0: no show is going to be... It's going to take a while for a show to be
1: that big e- again. Exactly. Um, but I'm really liking it so far. I mean, you know, I actually just watched The Batman for the first time. Oh, you finally saw it? Yeah. What would you think? I I've, I thought it was dope. Yes, fire yeah <laughs> yeah and that it's really good yeah it's honestly great it's a great movie um so i think yeah i think that's everything that i've watched lately uh yeah i mean as you know like started watching one piece but i haven't watched in a couple of maybe like a month or so gotta get back on so man. i think i'm like seven i think i'm like 60 or 70 episodes in out of like a thousand and seventy so oh Good luck. Yeah. <laughs> ten to just gotta do what you're doing right now. Ten more times. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And you're caught up. So big, big, big time commitment. And honestly, who knows if I'll ever finish? But I'll show show is fire. It's about the journey, you know.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's um. There's actually two TV things. One anime first. So if you're a fan of Jujutsu Kaisen, uh, Bleach, Demon Slayer or just watching really messed up things happen in an entertaining way. Chainsaw Man's anime is mm. going to drop yeah. in 2 weeks and I'm telling you right now. This is the next big thing.
1: Yeah. I'll be Stop watching,
0: watching that. Boruto. Stop watching whatever else is on TV. Chainsaw Man is the next Attack on Titan. Mm. I know this because The manga alone is incredible. I'm caught up on it. It's insane, and they're not censoring anything in the anime. Good. So, and it's by the same people who animated Jujutsu Jujutsu Kaisen, which looks incredible. So, yeah, this is gonna be the one. Okay. You heard it from me. No, that's that's high praise. Yeah, this is high praise. I'm telling you right now, it's the next big thing. Yeah. It's it's. It's got to be bigger than Attack on Titan. I actually believe that in my chest. Also, TV, because you are mentioning other stuff on HBO Max. Have
1: you seen the rehearsal yet? No, but my both of my roommates watched it. and they, I had a feeling they'd be into it. Yeah, they, they've already finished it. They've said it's amazing. You need to watch the
0: rehearsal. Yeah. Everyone needs to watch the rehearsal. I think the first episode is maybe one of the... Best single episodes of television ever made. I'm gonna really hyperbolic tonight, <laughs> but if you're a fan of the show, you know I always am. So just trust me on this one. The rehearsal, Nathan Fielder. Don't look anything else up. Just watch it.
1: Yeah. yeah. Okay. I, I mean, I have I have that one on my list. I'm gonna get to it. Yeah. I'm gonna get to it. Get to it. Get to it. Okay. So, um, this happened a few years ago, but i I recently became uh informed. About a situation with an intern at NASA, and I just wanted cool. to hear your thoughts on it. You know, I'm a big NASA guy. Okay, it's based so in Houston and such. Um, allegedly, well, actually, not allegedly, um, because it's it's confirmed that this has happened. But mm-hmm. someone was interning at NASA, mm-hmm. and he, while he was interning, he stole a bunch of rocks, um, that were from the moon what and he brought the rocks home and he laid all of them out on his bed and had sex with his girlfriend in the bed with the moon rock. on top of the rocks yes um and he, <laughs> he <laughs> and he said he just felt like he wanted to be as close to outer space as possible And so he was, uh, obviously NASA found out about this, um, and he was arrested and given eight years in prison for having sex on the moon rocks. So, you know, I just, (laughs) I wanted to hear your, your thoughts on that. I'm honestly speechless.
0: Yeah. (laughs) I know. I, uh, I'll start with this, right? Okay. We're describing a man who had a dream. (laughs) And he he executed the dream to the extent that he thought he was able. Now, what's interesting is, I, I don't know if the chain of command goes that you start as an intern at NASA and you end up being an astronaut. Right, I think they usually recruit from outside the organization to some degree for that kind of job. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if he was interning with the end goal of eventually having sex on the moon himself. Okay, but whatever the case may be, <laughs> I suppose he realized this is the best way to do it. Now, is that absolutely insane? Of course. <laughs> why? Why the hell would you do that? <laughs> He wanted to be as close to space as possible. I mean, I, yeah. I feel like for the intended effect, he also could have just joined the Mile High Club.
1: Right. True. Mm, you know, true.
0: Charter a hot air balloon.
1: Or just continue to work at NASA. Like, he was already... He no, was as close to the space... He could have as get... close to the space program as possible. Right. You know how hard it is to get an internship at NASA? Pretty hard. Like,
0: he was close. He was closer than the majority of the yeah, population. He closer than most people will ever get
1: to space travel period but he stole those moon rocks and uh, the reason why it was such like a uh, he was sentenced but well, obviously he stole from nasa like you don't want to do that especially NASA. especially moon rocks like quote unquote a lot of people don't think we went to the moon but, oh, Woody, say, what's your stance on that i mean i think
0: we, i think i think we did yeah um, yeah i think we did i, I know <laughs> we did actually <laughs> yeah. we definitely went to the moon <laughs> If we didn't, I mean that should be such like a dumb thing to like fake, you know. I'd be annoyed as hell. I'll just be like, we fake this, yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> the moon. I I mean it's one of the things where I get it because obviously, I guess not obvious to to maybe some of our audience, but this is like the peak of the Cold War. We're trying to like stick it to Russia. Yeah, who will already beat us and everything. I mean, I say us like. Us. I wasn't there. <laughs> us with a fist up? That's how you represent us? in the United States? Alright. <laughs> Alright. Cool. Anyway. The United States really wanted to beat Russia. Yeah. And getting to the moon was a big deal. Some would say it was basically us winning. Right. Space race. The Cold race. War, the space race and everything. It was a whole thing. So, I could see us doing it legitimately, but I also see that there is plenty of motive behind faking the shit out of it. Yeah, in order to, you know, be the first. All that to say, this man stole moon rocks and had sex on them. So I, was the eight years for any reason beyond him just being...
1: Well, I mean, obviously you can't steal from NASA, but also allegedly, or I guess like apparently the um the rocks are now like um, damaged or or slash like what's, contaminated. what's contaminated that's what it is and they're like okay. obviously doing like a ton of um experiments and stuff on these rocks and trying to discover he was doing like, some <laughs> experiments and stuff on those rocks <laughs> to say the least and like you know like discovering if there's any sign of like water or life yeah um and you know like he put a little bit of life into those rocks so <laughs> I know. So now so so, uh, so now there's uh, some contamination and there's life on the moon. I think <laughs> officially officially
0: <laughs> That's horrible you heard it here first I did not know where that story was yeah. going. <laughs> I had no idea. That's a lot. That's a lot, man. Yeah, yeah, I know. Jesus. Yeah. Oh,
1: so that's you know that's all that's all I have there <laughs> that's you just wanted to share that yeah it's all topical it show. just I heard the story I was like this is wild like there's no way there's no way but it really happened Wow
0: that's kind of like my exact reaction to telling people about the Drake and Anthony Fantano thing you want to explain yeah if you're not familiar with Anthony Fantano here the internet's busiest music nerd uh you know it's this bald dude. <laughs> 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 he's like a very, very popular music reviewer on YouTube. Mm. Um and you know, he's he's just fun to watch. I'd say mostly harmless. He uh is generally pretty critical in some of his reviews, which you know brought up some controversy, especially as he, you know, reviews hip hop, rap, drill trap music, um, generally work created. Or propagated by black artists, yeah. Um, his opinion, whether or not it has specific weight to his audience, has definitely been a point of contention. I'm generally of the belief that having more critics in the world who are coming at this from an educated or at least you know nuanced insight is never a bad thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, he gave my beautiful dark twisted fantasy a six. <laughs> uh, I Disagree strongly, <laughs> but like that's just his opinion, man. Oh, Anthony Fantano man. is not going to ruin music for me. Right. In any case, he's been pretty harsh on uh, the last few Drake projects, especially, um, honestly, never mind the most recent, uh, you know, attempt to beat Beyonce to the door when it came to the revival of house music and popular culture, um, which he did beat her to the door. Yeah, but you gotta come with quality jimmy cooks is a good song <laughs> is my review of that album <laughs> i digress because i already did enough drake hayden last hey episode. you know hey
1: have you texco green is a good song what song is that texco green i want to know um <laughs> J- uh jimmy cooks is a good song we just gave stan's wack points um, last week bro sticky is a good song whatever that song is with like the jersey beat Whatever be... that song is. I don't know the, the, the full track list. I don't have it in front of me, but you know, but go ahead, go off. Yeah. Let me go off. Let me go off. Yeah. I didn't know
0: Drake hitting last episode. And you know, I feel like this is going to be a whack points topic anyway. <laughs> uh, so the last few Drake projects have not been reviewed well by An- Anthony. Or you. Or me. Yeah. But <laughs> well, I'm not the, the internet's busiest music nerd. Right. I just like wearing oversized flannels as well. So that's our only similarity. Mm. In any case, Fantano posted a video on his second channel called Drake DM'd Me, and he talked about how he received a DM from Drake earlier that evening. In the video, he shows the DM, and it is Drake reaching out to Fantano to say that, Hey man, like I heard you not like my last two projects, but it's all good. I actually want to hit you up to share this vegan chocolate chip cookie recipe. Um, you know, using applesauce instead of eggs, that whole deal. Yeah. <laughs> um, and Drake breaks down the recipe. It was very nice, right? Right. Of course, that's not what Drake actually said. Um, or, you know, we were led to, you know, you could reasonably believe that Drake didn't DM him at all. Right. as just a YouTuber, you know, trying to get some free clout or whatever. I don't think Fantano's in particular need of it in his niche, but whatever. Mm-hmm. Here's the fun part. This trends on Twitter. And apparently pisses Aubrey Graham off so much that Drake posts a screenshot of the actual DM he sent Fantano on his Instagram story to 119 million of his followers. You want to read it out loud? I will read it out loud. Yeah. (laughs) Sent at 9.42 p.m. There are no prior messages in, in this. I just want to be clear. Your existence is a light one. And the one is cause you are alive. Following message. And cause you somehow wiped a black girl, I'm feeling a light to decent one on your existence two things here. Important if you're not familiar with Fantano. (laughs) Fantano has a number rating system, but he also includes that with a sort of gradient of adjectives. So it might be a light six, a strong nine, you know, a general idea of where that's weighted towards if it was, you know, headed up or headed down. Mm -hmm. Two, Fantano used to be married. His ex-wife was in fact black. Mm -hmm. Given those messages and the late time in which it was sent, Drake sounds like a fan of Anthony Fantano who got lit and was upset that a white, bald YouTuber did not like his most recent projects and decided to DM the man himself in the middle of the night. Yeah. And two, are you fucking serious with these insults? You are the biggest artist in the planet. And the best you've got is your existence is a light one. And that one is because you somehow wiped a black woman? Drake. And I mean this. Not even as a hater. Just as an objective question. Have you ever wiped a black girl? Mm. I'm confused. If Fantano gets a light one, Mm. Let me stop. No, keep Because the on. mother of his child, Drake's child, has nothing to do with this. Oh, but man. also, what's going on? <laughs> what's going on, bro? <laughs> what's, what's really what's really happening? I tried. I tried, <laughs> so week, I tried so hard not to be a hater this week, y'all. Yeah. I tried so hard not to be a hater this week. But I saw that shit right after we recorded episode thirteen, and I'm like. This is insane. Why would you do this? And that's the best you've got.
1: Crazy. Okay, right, what, what do you did, you think? I'm gonna do my best to um, throw my man some bail here. You know, he's because a- <laughs> you just you really locked him up. Look, <laughs> no, but <laughs> <laughs> look, uh, you know. Hey, listen, Drake. We know he can be a little corny sometimes. Honestly, though, I find sometimes the corniness is a little endearing. Like, this is the biggest artist in the world, and he's corny. It's like LeBron James, the biggest athlete in the world. He's corny. Like, it's it makes him more human. This this insult was extremely corny, but that's why I find it a, a little funny. Like this, there's something there that everyone's like, "Oh my god, this is so cringy!" Like, no, I this is hilarious. But I've also mentioned in the past that like. I find maybe I find cringe worthy things and like awkward situations a lot more funny than most people do. That would like, explain
0: the office being your. And
1: in a lot of situations where people feel like uncomfortable, I just am just like laughing, and sometimes I guess we into trouble. But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> but I don't. I don't. I think it, I don't think it's that bad. Like I think it would be worse. If he sent the vegan recipe. No way! That's okay. <laughs> That's the third thing I didn't even think about.
0: <laughs> Fantano gave him a perfect out. Yeah. Imagine you get a DM from Drake with him attempting to insult you. Drake! Biggest artist on the planet. hmm You could post about wow drake really came at me trying to support on twitter or whatever you know you could really be frank about it or you could show that it truly doesn't bother you and play it off in the funniest way possible i think it's hilarious that yeah he said drake dm'd him and then it was a vegan chocolate chip cookie recipe (laughs) obviously he made that message up but the (laughs) message isn't really making fun of drake no like he like that version of Drake in that joke is super chill about the whole thing. Right. He's like, ah, I know you didn't like my last two projects, but hope you're you know, I hope you enjoy the next one and I appreciate, you know, your honesty. And I just found this, you know, cookie recipe that you will vibe with. <laughs> and Drake was so mad at the suggestion that he would know how to make vegan chocolate chip cookies. <laughs> That he outed himself as a lame nigga. Like, I'm sorry. Well, have you ever That's added a vegan chocolate
1: chip cookie? It's not.
0: Once. The, they're, not yeah, the they really they're not the same. They don't really slap. Like they're not the same. They don't really slap like that. They're not the same. Oh, so you're telling me if he sent him like
1: the OG, like, oh yeah, you know, you want to use? I like, mean, maybe. maybe sweet If it was like a Levain cookie or something, like those sure. are fire. But <laughs> I don't know the light. The light to decent one. I found it. I okay. I interpreted less so like he's a fan, and more so he's like he's just turning his rating system on him and making- poorly. Yeah,
0: he's doing a
1: terrible
0: job at that. <laughs> Kale, okay, well, come on. I look. I know that's your boy. I know that's your boy. I don't know what kind of like light skin like is going on there. If that's uh-huh. you, I'm gonna let you have that. I'm just. We have to acknowledge. He sounds like a fan right
1: there. <laughs> it's corny. How I does said he it's even corny? know about his ex-wife? It bro? is corny. It's definitely corny. I mean, they'll probably a quick Google search so i can get some dirt on this man. I'm sorry. Nah,
0: I'm not. If I gotta Google it, I'm not DMing you. Yeah, <laughs> Like, that just feels like a lot of effort to put in. And then it's, uh, I'll, I'll give it to this, right? Drake's not the first person to be weird about Feeling like tuned into Fantano's rating system, yeah. Because Logic did a whole song where he's like, "Yeah, like th- I thought about murdering you, Anthony Fantano," and that was a couple months ago. <laughs> Shit. Yeah, I know that that is arguably worse. That's way worse. That's way I worse. I don't think that's arguable. But I feel like you know Logic's not Drake. That's I mean, what's yeah, so that's crazy about
1: it. That's definitely true.
0: Yeah, like that's just. I just feel like if you're the biggest artist in the world, sitting on fat stacks of money. I mean, is you got your son? You're probably DMing underage girls without consequence. I just feel like Drake is chilling right now. So,
1: I mean, why can't he be a little petty? Is is pettiness okay? but okay? Is pettiness advice? Because no, 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 I'm not saying is pettiness advice. Because what you're saying at this, you're like saying you're Drake. You're at the level where like. No, nothing and no one should ever bother you because you I'm saying are Drake he's allowed to be bothered
0: I'm saying okay. you do have to have the perspective to understand that like if you really that guy yeah, like you can like be like I don't have
1: I'm not gonna deign to respond to this oh okay sure but I'm saying it's like why and why does that have to be the case look I'll be the first one to say that
0: I would hate to be a celebrity and I do feel a level of pity and empathy for anyone who's in a position where everything they do is scrutinized by the public and you have no control over that. Yeah. That's an incredibly difficult position to be in. It's inhuman. I've been thinking about it a lot recently, because I just finished Jeanette McCurdy's book, I'm glad my mom died. Y'all should read it. I went to a and a She did. It was really, really good. And she talked a little bit about like, this weird, toxic-ass relationship mm-hmm. between fans, quote-unquote, and artists. Right. Like, you basically lose yourself to other people's needs. So, I will always empathize with that. I'm not saying Drake can't have a human moment right. and be tight about it. I just think it's weird that this particular target of that ire is, yeah. frankly, just not relevant in Drake's sphere at all. Right. It's not like you reached out to somebody working at Complex or Pigeons and Planes or honestly, what when you're the biggest artist in the world, what critical institution that's about music really has weight on you? Cause what matters is if your fans like it. How do the sales do? Right. And obviously they hits. I just feel like I you have to start looking for your validation in a different way. And if like a big like the New York Times is like drake's album was trash i'd be tight if a youtuber was like that's not unusual youtubers hate everything
1: (laughs) i say this as a youtuber like i think well okay two things one i think you're slightly underplaying anthony fantano's reach probably fair i he is legitimately probably the most watched or if not one of these, the most watched like music reviewers on YouTube, probably which
0: by default would make him on the planet. Exactly,
1: yeah. and so like I don't I don't see how there would be any difference between like his review or at least like in the credibility or at least like the reach and impact of, of his review versus someone who's writing for the New York Times, right? Um, even though it's like completely different like forms of publication, right? Right. Different audiences, but in terms of scale and weight, sure. I I think secondly. I'm, like, I'm all for, like, taking the high road and, like, exercising patience. Uh, But I think, I think, like, you also have, like, if you're going to, okay, from, from Anthony Fantano's position, if your job is to, like, uh, give criticism for whatever, like, music that you're listening to, you're also opening the door for people to criticize you as well. Right. It, or just be like unhappy with whatever it is that you're saying,
0: right? And this is what I'm saying though about Fantano's position relative to Drake's in terms of this situation. Fantano is fine; was fine with Drake DMing him. If he wanted to make a scene about it, he would have posted the actual message. Yeah, he made it into a joke.
1: Is that I'm not sure making a, a scene
0: about it though? Sure, but I would. I guess I'll put it this way, right? If he wanted to show that he was upset about it Mm -hmm. he would have showed the original message in that context he played it off and honestly i don't think that drake comes off as a bad guy in the version of the story where he sent. (laughs) i mean it would just be like that's so hilarious but it's not like drake isn't known for being funny yeah like the guy has good comic timing like i honestly thought drake could have sent that recipe and it would have been funny. Yeah. I think he comes off as a better sport in that context. Okay. I, I feel see. like Fantano okay. basically set him up where it's like, oh, like, you might have sent this when you were, like, drunk or pissed at me, but I'm not going to have my audience think that you're an asshole by posing the original message. Right. Right. So because of that, I feel like Fantano's opening the position where, yeah, like, he's used to people, like, Hating him. Like, Logic literally was like, yeah, I'm gonna kill you, like, in a, in a verse. <laughs> oh, shit. And he was just like, alright, so like, that's funny. I'm gonna make some TikToks about it. But, I mean, he's an internet celebrity. Yeah, There's no such thing as bad clout. Fair enough. So, you know, for Drake, I mean, he just comes off as a weirdo who's very insecure in the situation. I'm just saying how he comes off. Not to say it's not human to feel these kind of things, but the version of the situation where he himself did not post the DM, he would have looked way better. He could have even thrown some shade about it. But by showing exactly what he said and that I was unprompted, he looks like a weirdo. <laughs> he looks really weird for that. That's all I'm saying. I think you're absolutely right. I should give Fantano like more weight as, you know, an influential force. Mm-hmm. But like, I feel like he played himself. If we're giving whack points out. I feel like Drake deserves at least five. We can give Drake some whack points for We're going to give Drake I'm not some mad whack at, points I'm for that.
1: Not mad at. I'm not mad at that.
0: Yeah. That's five whack
1: points. You can give, you can give some whack points. Five, five whack points.
0: points. Five whack points. I mean, you know, I feel like on the scale, like, fans, stands are still at seven.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, what was it? Oh, no. Simps. Simps, yes. Simps Sims seven. was the encompassing term. Drake's you know, five. That feels That's fair. That's the full leaderboard at the moment. At the moment for season two. That
0: feels totally fair. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm cool with that. Okay. I'm, I'm 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 honestly even cool with giving Fantano, like, one, because he was <coughs> less Sorry. <laughs> Go ahead. I'm honestly with giving Fantano, like, one thing. Yeah. Just because, you know, he's probably a little too gassed up after the situation.
1: Right. But, again, no such thing as bad clout. He's chilling. I mean, if Drake wants to, you know what? I'll DM Drake. Actually, I, I, my Instagram is not active. Oh, yeah. Maybe we should DM. Let's DM Drake. from the Anything But Work account. Yeah.
0: You know what's actually wild? Remember I talked about Produced by Zach last episode, right? Yeah. Produced by Zach DM'd us. (laughs) Because he was in the comments, he was in Fantano's comments (laughs) about the whole Drake situation. Right. And Tag Produced by Zach with some screenshots of that on the page being like, yo, like, this is hilarious. We were just (laughs) talking about you. Right. See side eye emoji. I did DM him about coming on an episode of the show. He did not get back to me. They didn't respond? No, I mean, he seems very active on Instagram, but in a way where it's like, I see you posting, but I know you don't check your DMs. You know right. what I mean? Yeah, no. Like, he probably I has a situation. million DMs in there. Right. So, I don't know if he'll take up the opportunity to come on for an interview. I would love to do that for the show, though. So, if you have any suggestions for people who are doing either one like cool shit that's not about their job right or they're just super interesting and you would love to see it through a conversation between us i would definitely yeah. be down for that you should definitely reach out to us or yourselves whoever is listening yeah
1: honestly we'll put anyone on listening. we got no standards with that being said actually like follow and like us on all platforms all platforms you, you already too. know instagram twitter t- TikTok, TikTok, we got all of those done
0: please and we're going to be posting a lot more uh clips special moments mm-hmm. little private messages you know we're still working on our simps Ooh, that's the other thing uh in terms of the name for our fans yeah we've got a suggestion from uh jan menifee of yeah ballers read for the
1: workaholics i like that I like that a lot. You know, my mom actually gave a suggestion, because apparently my mom listens to the podcast. That's awesome. (laughs) What was your suggestion? She said she likes the butt workers.
0: I kind of like the butt... I'm stuck now. (laughs) Because Workaholics is a great name, but Butt Workers is like... That's fire. Come on. How could we not? I like the butt workers. So... Let's put it up to a poll. Yeah, it's still, it's still up, there. it's still up there. We'll put this on the Instagram and you know our usual voting platforms. Yeah. But workers <laughs> and the workaholics <laughs> choose your title. Yeah. Follow anything but work on Instagram at abw podcast, on Twitter at anything but work, and on TikTok at abw pod. See you next time for another classic.